Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Welcome to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts, information for and about veterans. For this edition of the podcast, host Bill Hodges sits down with Christina Keenan, Deputy Legislative Director for the VFW. The claim sharks are circling your claims and trying to make it easier for others to take advantage of veterans with disabilities. Right now, in order to charge a veteran for services, claims assisters must be certified. A new bill in Congress called the PLUS Act would allow any thief to set up and rob veterans. This podcast has vital information about what you can do to stop that. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner Radio on Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I'm Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. And I have a great guest with me today, today, Christina Keenan, the VFW Deputy Legislative Director and we're going to be talking about sharks in the water. Of course, I'm down in Florida, and we have a lot of sharks out there in the water. But now they're spreading across the country. And Christine is going to share with us a little bit of how they're affecting you as a veteran and your family. Christina, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Pleasure to be here. You know, <laughs> Camp Lejeune showed how many sharks there were in the water. Mm-hmm. They came up from all over. Mm-hmm. And now we have others that are attacking our system. You right. know, we use a lot of terms like VSO, but I would be willing to bet you that a good share of veterans don't know what VSO stands for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so VSO stands for Veterans Service Organization. And and these are our veteran organizations that, um, assist veterans with their disability claims, so or any kind of claim before the VA. So they they've got accreditation through the Department of Veterans Affairs, the training, the vetting that goes along with that. So when you hear VSO, it it might be thrown around a lot to mean all veterans groups, but in in, in fact, it is veterans groups that are uh, legally allowed to assist with claims before the VA. That's the service the service part of that, uh, the VSO. And of course, they call it veteran service officers, those that are mm-hmm. working with an organization. And there are a number of organizations that do provide this free service. We'll talk about that mm-hmm. as we go on. There's really not much need to have to go spend a lot of money to file right. a VA claim, correct? That's correct. And and the system is designed to where if a veteran provides the evidence of where they served, the conditions they have, and has a medical opinion stating, you know, that the condition was caused through service, it's it's a relatively smooth process. I know 
a lot of veterans feel that it's an adversarial process, but with an, a, with a trained accredited representative, it can be very smooth and veterans can indeed get the benefits that they, that they've earned, that they deserve. You know, I was just interviewing uh, director undersecretary Jacobs mm-hmm. of claims or benefits. And I, I mentioned that to him that so many people talk about going to war with the VA. And he said, no, no, mm-hmm. we're team members with you. You know, mm-hmm. if you have a problem, please let us know and we'll try and correct it. I mean, yeah. the VA, the actual organization is huge. Mm-hmm. The VA is a huge beast. And yes, there's going to be problems. Right. But they do try hard to make those problems go away. They do. And I think VSOs know that quite well. We work really hand in hand with VA and we have a good relationship with VA. So we're really trying to get veterans exactly what, what they're entitled to. And it, it is a it is a large bureaucracy as as you you've sort of pointed out. So to have VSOs assist makes that smooth. They 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 understand the system, and and can get the paperwork filed properly. Um, that's kind of the role. VA.gov is a great place, but it's like walking into a swamp. Mm-hmm. Everything's there. Everything you need is there, mm-hmm. but finding it is a difficult thing. And, the VSO acts as a guide. Yes. And it'd be like a doctor operating on himself or herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't do it. You've right. got people out there who will help you. Yes. Let's talk about predatory. Yep. What is predatory as far as these claim sharks are concerned? So we consider companies or individuals that are first not accredited with the VA. Um, they haven't gone through the training. They haven't been screened by VA, and they assist veterans with their claims and also charge fees, charge high fees. And so that practice is in fact illegal um, to charge any kind of fees to help a veteran prepare their initial disability claim. Um, but they they'll have veteran signed contracts, which can be predatory, as in when they when they get a rating or an increase in rating. The company will um, charge fees, and even if they, even if the veteran files on their own or set completely separately, or years in the future, these companies may also slap additional fees, um, even when they didn't do any of the work. Um, so, just the nature in which they operate, they may send veterans to a network of their doctors, foregoing the VA's comp and pen medical exams. That's that's a conflict of interest right right off the bat um, to, to send veterans to only their doctors, um, you know, could, could be kind of a shady practice. So um, these are kind of red flags to look out for, contracts, um, foregoing a comp and pen exam, um, and paying high fees uh, are, are, are characteristics of some of these claim sharks. How do people avoid the claim sharks? I mean, the the main way is to to not contract with them, to use the free services which are available through accredited representatives, not only the VFW, but Disabled American Veterans, DAV, American Legion, Wounded Warrior Project. There are many organizations that have accredited representatives. There's also state and county accredited service officers as well. Um, so there, in fact, is a, an abundance of, of support that veterans can turn to. But I would say 
you know, ignore the ads that you might see on social media or through through email um, for companies that promise to give you a certain rating. That is, no one can promise what your VA rating will be. Only VA can determine that. Um, so be very wary of anyone that, that promises or guarantees they can get you a higher rating for your disability. That's that's not what an accredited representative is ever going to do. They're going to help you with the process and they will do it for free. You make a very good point here. Almost every, if not every, VA hospital has associated with it VSOs from DAV mm-hmm. or one of the organizations. Mm-hmm. And they'll do it for free. They'll get it started for free. They'll take yep. care of it. Yep. They'll follow it up. Uh, and yes, there can be snags. And mm-hmm. yes, there can be delays. But yep. the fact is, they are working on your behalf not to get them some of your money that you deserve for both you and your family. Correct. Correct. We're really lucky here in Tampa, where I am, because we have a hundred, almost 100,000 veterans in the county, Hillsborough County. And so we have a very large county office mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with dozens of people, well, not dozens, but at least a dozen people in there who really care about vets and full time yeah. do this yeah. without charge. Yep. Yep. And and any of those accredited in- individuals are going to have up-to-date training. They're going to they're going to know if there's been any policy changes at VA. They're also going to be able to track a veteran's file through VBMS, which is VA's system um, for claims, tracking claims. So and a claim shark is not going to have access to any of that. And they may ask for veterans for their login details for their e-benefits or va.gov um, in order to try to track this information, which is very risky for any veteran to give out their login details to a VA government website. It's going to have their medical history and their um, bank account details and other personal information. So an accredited representative is never going to ask that from you. They're already going to have access because they are your designated representative, but a claim shark, they may ask for those details. And that's that's also very problematic. I'm a life member of DAV, and very close to our chapter, chapter 110. And nice. the people in our group who have volunteered their time yeah. to become VSOs or veteran service officers, mm-hmm. they spend weeks in training to get the information they need in order to be able to be of service to mm-hmm. the veteran. Mm-hmm. I know VFW yeah. has service officers, and I assume go through the same process. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. It, it is a rigorous process. Um, the training have, it happens annually. VA has oversight over these folks. So if anyone does act inappropriately, they can have their accreditation pulled and, and will probably be let go from the organization if they're a staff member. So there is sort of a, an, an oversight component to having VA accreditation, to being a veteran service officer. Um, so, so you can't just do whatever you want. You really have to adhere to those guidelines established. And so that's an extra added protection that veterans have if they use somebody who's accredited. You know, we've been talking about the sharks in the water. Yeah. And to be honest with you, there's a good reason for that right now. Mm-hmm. In Congress, there are some bills right. that could change everything, not to the betterment, at least to my feelings, of the veteran and their family. Would mm-hmm. you like to talk about those bills? 
So the bill that's problematic at the moment is called the Plus for Veterans Act or the Plus Act. So this would essentially legalize the currently illegal practice of charging veterans for their initial claims. This bill would allow for up to $12,500 for an initial claim. Um, that would essentially- $12,500? Yeah. And, and our service officers can can gather and, and file a claim sometimes within one hour. So that is an exorbitant fee for an amount of for the amount of work entailed in filing a claim. I, one to two hours to, to gather to to submit a file does not equate thousands of dollars. So this is this is exorbitant. That um, doesn't go to the veteran or their family. That was right. meant to be put in their pockets to help them. Exactly. So when so a service member has an injury or illness incurred from service, or they've passed away from their injuries and it's going to their surviving their survivors, no one should have to pay to access these benefits. We understand that it's a complicated system. That's why service officers exist to help veterans and survivors maneuver the system. But no one should actually have to pay to receive their their VA disability benefits. But at the same time. Having a piece of legislation like the PLUS Act, if, if it were to pass, it would also create a standard that you have to pay. And it would create a market, essentially, for those to charge fees. And eventually, it would squeeze they out- They may not the, even be qualified. They may not be qualified. That's correct. So this bill would provide automatic um, accreditation after 90 days of applying, even if VA has not verified that they've met the qualifications or standards. So that's also problematic. Not just anyone should be able to get accreditation. There should They should go through the, the vetting process. But also having this for-profit system um, would squeeze out a lot of the free services. It would be hard to, for nonprofits to compete with a private sector market that's going to make millions of dollars off of uh, a veterans in, you know, by helping them with their claims. So we, we want to maintain that there is a free option for veterans, that veterans can get these services for free because not everyone can afford to pay thousands of dollars to get these benefits and nor should they ever. So we should have all of our veterans and veterans organizations. And I know the DFW and American Legion and others have already come out against this plus act. Correct. But there is another act that we do want Congress to work on. Would you like to talk about the GARD Act? So currently, the GARD VA Benefits Act was introduced this Congress, and it would it would reestablish penalties for anyone who charge veterans charges veterans for claims assistance. That penalties component is really important because while it is already illegal to charge fees for assistance with initial claims, there there's no penalty, there's no consequence if, if a company or individual does that. So the VA um, needs the teeth to enforce the current law and penalties are really the, the key to, to, to being able to do that. So that's what the GARD Act would do. There are a lot of veterans, veterans groups that support getting that passed. Um, it's just simple, reinstate some penalties um, and, and make the the currently illegal process have some some consequences. All right, veterans, now you know what to do. Get a hold of your congressman and tell him no on the PLUS Act and tell him yes on the GARD Act. No PLUS, 
yes guard. Is that correct? That's it. That's it. You got it. What are the red flags that you want to be aware of when you look at organizations providing services? So we, we've talked a little bit about some of them, but contracts. So an accredited uh, service officer is not going to have you sign a contract. They'll have you sign a, a form, a VA form, so that they can be your official representative. But they will not have you sign a contract which obligates any kind of payments now or in the future. By so the be- way, you can change that. Who gets to do it? You can. Simply with a stroke of the pen. Absolutely. If you sign a limited power of attorney with a veteran service officer and you don't feel that they've served you properly, you can instantly go to a, a, a separate, another one, another organization and change that. There's no cost to that. There's no, um, there's nothing negative about doing that. If, if you feel comfortable working with someone else, you have every right to do that. But, you know, if, if someone's asking you to sign a contract, that's a red flag. I have about a minute and a half left. I know I haven't asked everything that you would have liked to have done in the short time we're together. (laughs) Is there anything you'd like to add? Last thing I'd like to add is just encouraging veterans and their survivors to contact an accredited representative. You can do that through the VFW at vfw.org slash assistance. That's vfw.org slash assistance. Or the VA's website, benefits.va.org. Dot gov slash VSO. That's benefits.va.gov slash VSO. And there's no reason for anyone to have to pay for these services. Choice and having options may seem like a good thing, but it can really harm veterans in the long run when they may not be able to afford that option. So we want to continue to have the free option for veterans and, and give them the benefits they deserve. My guest today has been Christina Keenan. BFW Deputy Legislative Director. Christina, you've done a great job sharing this very vital information. Thanks for coming on the air with me, and I hope to have you back one day. Definitely. Thanks so much, Phil. I love it. I wish you a very happy new year. Likewise, you too. Ladies and gentlemen, you're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know. And we'll talk to you again very soon on Veterans Corner Radio. You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Before we go, here's a quick final thought. Why not take a minute to follow or mark Veterans Corner radio podcasts as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be among the first to be notified when new episodes of the podcast are released. And thanks for listening to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts.